Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. In January 1894, Max Brodel, a 23-year-old immigrant from Leipzig, stepped off a transatlantic steamer onto the docks at Locust Point. In Germany, he'd studied piano and art, and he'd come to Baltimore to make medical drawings at the new Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. He took a ferry to Fells Point, made his way up Broadway, and soon, in a sunlit office in the new hospital, he was illustrating a book on gynecology for Dr. Howard A. Kelly. He mastered English, made friends, and took in everything about his new city. He married a nice girl from Ohio, who had also come to Hopkins to work as an artist, rented a house on Carrollton Avenue, and became a father. At first, his professional life soared, for Max was more than just a good artist. His ability to render anatomy was exceptional. Doctors sought him out to illustrate new surgical procedures, and the Mayo brothers asked him to join their new clinic in Minnesota. Luckily for Hopkins, Max chose to remain here. But good fortune can quickly turn. He lost a daughter to scarlet fever. In 1911, Hopkins created a Department of Art as applied to medicine, but underfunded it. While Max revolutionized medical illustration on about twice a streetcar conductor's salary, the young doctors he'd met in his first years soared to wealth and national prominence. As if that were not enough, the world fell into the most uncivilized of wars, and Baltimoreans eyed Germans like Max with suspicion or outright hostility. There were some exceptions, and what exceptions they were. In 1910, Henry Louis Mencken, at 30, already a veteran newspaperman, literary enfant terrible, an irrepressible jokester, formed a group of amateur musicians called the Floristan Club, which met first in a music store and later at members' houses. In 1910, someone brought backs to one of their sessions. The Floristan Club became the famous Saturday Night Club. Members were invited for their intellectual achievement, conversation, and musical competence, not their wealth or social prominence. Every Saturday night, they played for two hours in a member's home, then adjourned to the Rennert, later Shell Hazy's, to laugh and talk and enjoy a fine dinner and drink beer for two hours more. The Saturday Night Club opened a new world for Max. It buoyed him when he was down. After the war broke out, the club kept mention of it off-limits. Max could forget every disappointment and lose himself in merriment with Baltimore friends. When Prohibition took effect in 1920, Mencken taught Max how to brew beer, and Max, as with his art, took his business to new heights. His daughter left a sketch of a club meeting at a small house he'd built in Guilford on a crisp October evening in 1927. When Mencken arrived, she said, the tempo quickened, the atmosphere seemed to be charged with new life. He talks rapidly and in a loud voice, holding his head tilted backwards as he does so, not because he's haughty, for indeed Mr. Mencken is about as pompous-looking as an old clothes bag. Mencken took his place at the piano and helped others tune their instruments. Then Max stormed into the room, arms raised, shouting a welcome. Mencken said, hello, Max, and made room on the bench. They began to play, Max in primo and Mencken thumping along at secundo, to be followed by dinner and Max's wonderful home brew. For 30 years, Max Brodel and Henry Mencken sat side by side nearly every Saturday night. The medical revolutionary, frustrated professional and caring teacher was, in Mencken's words, quite a different man with the Saturday night club. He played piano with his arms and legs, said Mencken, and sang and drank and ate prodigiously. The Great Depression began, Prohibition ended, Max finally received proper funding and long overdue recognition from the university, and war clouds gathered once more over Europe. When Max died in October 1941, Mencken, who knew all the Hopkins medical men, said that Max was the only man I have ever known intimately who was indisputably at the head of his profession. Mencken and the Saturday Night Club would soon follow Max off the stage, 
but the marvelous, if less well-known legacy Max Brodel left to medicine lives on in young minds and talented hands at the Hopkins Department of Art as applied to medicine. (laughs) 